Daddy. Yes, sir. You're too heavy. I'm trying to call me fat. Hmm? <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> okay, come down. Welcome back to another episode of Black Dad's Magic Podcast, where, you know, the podcast of the transparent dads, or as transparent as we can be, mm-hmm. within reason, because yeah. when you have to go home to the missus and explain certain things, it gets a bit uh, techie. Yeah. No, but yeah, we're, not, we're not trying to live that life. <laughs> here, we go, here we go, here we go. And as you can tell already, we've got an additional voice in the room, a legendary voice, so... I can't, I can't even introduce man himself. Yeah, man. I wouldn't really be, I wouldn't really be doing justice, you know. And, and I don't want, want to snap his finger like Thanos, and then I'm gone. <laughs> <You> understand? <laughs> so you know, it's your boy Rolando here. Yeah, we got cast in the building. Yeah, and Patrick, who would have been with us, is yeah. um quarantining, being the responsible daddy is. Yeah. Um, so he couldn't, he couldn't actually attend there. And really, we haven't worked out how to actually hook up the laptop to do this thing. Have him come in remotely. Cause it's, you know how many YouTube videos we trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's quite mental. But you know what? Tell the people them. Let, let them know because I know the voice must have been ring must be ringing in certain people's ears. I know that voice. I don't know, man. I don't know. It depends. It, it depends on how long they've been listening to radio. How long they've been out clubbing. How long they've been at a reading. Yeah. Um, how many weddings they've been to, <laughs> yeah. how many motivational events they've been to, how many IG lives they've watched. Oh, you hear how are they on a Sunday? Spent, how much time they've spent on Twitch on a Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, it's me, uh, DJ Milk Cherry, SPE, Sweetwell Entertainment, in the building. Um, pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Ah, oh, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. Thank, Thank you. Pleasure to have you here. Where Orlando sent me the message? Because we're saying, are we going to get guests? Where are we going to get guests coming on um, for the next? episode mm-hmm. and we had a few <clears throat> we reached out to you and yeah. obviously Orlando said ah oh, make sure it's coming I was like brother <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was at work here yeah, and I read the messages like nah it's a long day still I will look at the layout and then he sent me the link right and I'm like oh shit it is <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like alright then we can't top that so it's a pleasure it's absolutely a pleasure having you here you know unbelievable so you know what's sick is when I think how how I even came across you was Shan's live. You and Shanice yeah, were yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Shan's meant to be on a previous recording, but she got tied up with some mm-hmm. stuff. And then Shan was like, "Yo, Milk Tray is your guy." She's like, "She's like, there's someone you need to connect with. It's Milk Tray. Milk Tray is your guy." So I've been following it through and quarantine. Quarantine. COVID has been it's been a, a, a great blessing to some people yeah, and yeah, I, I think you've been one of them yeah 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 I, I, I definitely agree um the whole lockdown situation um I know it's been difficult yeah for everybody but I feel that some people have been able to grasp the opportunities um adapt evolve um and progressively move forward mm-hmm. And to be honest, I, I didn't really have much of an option not to. Of yeah. course. Absolutely. So in March last year, so as as we went, just before we went into lockdown, or just as um, I got made redundant, mm. um, I'd been at Carphone Warehouse for just shy of 21 years. Wow. Um, 
And within that time, I've done every role possible in the store. Jeez. I've been, you know, sales consultant, assistant manager, senior sales, man, like I've done it all, even engineer. Yeah. Like I was even at one point repairing phones. Yeah, yeah. I'd been in car phone that long. That all rounder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, my, you know, at the last stages of my career in car phone, I went part time so I could focus primarily on two things. One, being able to be there for my sons. And two, kind of being able to focus on my vision, my goal, my craft, which yeah. was which was radio at the time. So when I got made redundant, I kind of felt like initially, because I'd been there for so long, yeah, I was gonna get like Something a nice. good little nice payout, little thing. a nice severance yeah. package out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm thinking twenty bags minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hearing on the grapevine that there's been certain men that have been in the company less than me and was getting like 15, yeah. 18. And then I knew a couple men who'd been there just as long and they were getting like 20, 25. So at least, at least a, a grand per, per year or so. So I'm isn't looking it? and thinking, yeah. Yeah. When I got the actual redundancy package, it was two and a half grand. Do you know when you like you hold something up to the light to, to see? Make sure to yeah. Correctly. Just in case there's some, yeah. some cover in you know, the rock. That, that no. Yeah, like what's going yeah, on there? That's, that, that's exactly what happened. So they basically based my 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 time on the last three months worth of hours. So at this point, I'd gone fully like part time. Right. I was oh, doing one day a week yeah. at Carphone because all of the other things that I was doing had kind nice. of now outweighed Carphone, which was always the goal. So you're going to outgrow it. Anyway. Yeah. So the goal was to always make. Car phone become the side Secondary. hustle to the point where I don't even really need to be there. And then all of my other ventures and businesses were kind of doing everything else. But then obviously the pandemic's come, lockdown's come. Um, I'm not able to do anything that I'm normally used to doing. So most of my, my income came from private functions. So I've kind of gone from doing webs like clubs and that yeah. to doing like weddings and all of that kind of stuff. So I had 25 plus weddings booked in last year. That's mad. And obviously, just... yeah. Fuck, so have you seen Milk Train in his white suit? No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> hey, Milk Train the white <laughs> suit. They don't know. <laughs> I've seen that still. So, so literally, um, I had to really buckle down, but primarily before I did anything, I prayed. Yeah. Like I, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, I'm a really strong believer in my faith. Um, I don't shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not embarrassed about it. Do you know what I mean? So I really, at that time made God the priority. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing is I was kind of already on that journey. Um, but then the pandemic came and then kind of put it into overdrive. So literally started doing IG lives, um, which was cool, great, great numbers, but then it got a little bit technical. Yeah. And then out of that, we were able to birth Sunday service, mm-hmm. which yeah, is which is just like, yeah. for me, it's just my highlight of my yeah. week. Um, and then we were able to birth out of that the Hope program, mm-hmm. which is our DJ and a mentoring program. Um, and we, you know, we work with, you know, local authorities. We work with the Metropolitan Police. Uh, we work with Crystal Palace Football Club and their charity. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're in schools, we're in after-school clubs, um, teaching young people and kids how to become DJs, how to then come, become like radio presenters, 
And outside of that, now we've now birthed the launch of our, our own radio station, mm. uh, which Sick. is launching this year called Reach LDN Radio. Oh, yeah, because I was going to comment to that because it was last week you did the thing at Crystal Palace. Yeah. Because he had a video up of you and your yeah. two sons. Yeah, 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 for half yeah, term, yeah. You had them in that rubbish kit, but we can go through that. I mean, time. I mean, I saw the kit that, that you're wearing. We and go through that We can address that. We can address the, it. The Lord's gospel is positive yeah. and you're wearing a red devils. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't mean, know, the, you know. The thing is, all right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everybody just quickly why why we support United. So when, when, when Daddy Milk Trade came over here from Jamaica, yeah. the first like football team he ever saw on the telly because like they're coming from yard didn't they yeah so the first tv like football match he ever saw was man united and the first player he saw score a goal was george best mental and then from that day he was like boom that's it that's man united i give him that then so yeah, like to be honest there's it's not just a it's not just a, a trophy thing you <laughs> know what i mean like for me it's history bro, Growing up, it's history, it's history. and it's, it's part, you know, it, I didn't really want to jeopardise my Sunday dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that. So that's that's really where it comes from. And then obviously yeah, yeah. the sons, you know, they know like Sundays is grandma and granddad. So yeah. we don't want to jeopardise that. Fair you know enough, I mean? fair so enough. That's the history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my sons, yeah, man, we were, you know, you. I had the opportunity to um, take them to Crystal Palace Football Club to sell us part. Um, in the half term, they had an event called Cut It Out, which is ah, with knife brand. Saw the picture. Yeah. Yeah. You're rude. <laughs> I, no, you're rude. Are you going to take your kids to Crystal Palace in, in my United, United kit? kit? Yeah. This was, that's what I noticed. Like, like it was, there's a couple of, ta- couple of times on the live, like, then the hints that he's a United supporter. There's a couple of pictures, but it's when I saw the kids, the kids now, innit? Like, sitting in the chair. Like, don't get me wrong. I know as a dad, yeah, I shouldn't really put my child through this Arsenal, like, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You know, teaching for the yeah, t- teaching yeah. real well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> real well. But I, I mean, for for I mean, even on the day when we were getting them ready, the the wife had like just a plain t shirt. Mm. Like, babe, they game they going to kick ball at seven o'clock. Bet they put on bet they put on their baggy shirt. <laughs> yeah, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> so let's go, like bang. So, but for me. Like I said on the day, it was such an amazing feeling yeah. as a father, as a dad, to be able to be in a position where I've now created those kind of opportunities so that they can have that kind of experience. Yeah. And that's something that they will literally carry with them for the rest of their days. Yeah. You know I mean, memories, they've, they've, kicked, they've kicked football at Selhurst Park. Yeah. Yeah. Two boys you've got, right? Twin boys. Oh, yeah, the twin boys. Yeah. Just the two. Yeah. I'm not saying just the two, it's twin. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I think they're licking, licking me already, but anyway. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, um, it's it's really been important to be able to create those opportunities. Now, my sons spend a lot of time with me because mm. of how our household is kind of set up. Yeah. Um, as I said earlier, I literally quit my you know full-time job went mm-hmm. part-time so that i could spend more time with, family. with them so i would finish work at five go pick them up after school club get them home cook dinner do homework bedtime that's literally no yeah. time with them. Yeah. yeah absolutely so if quarantine covid didn't happen yeah and you didn't like go part-time do you think anything would change and if it wouldn't if it did would it be this quick dramatically 
it, 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 I mean, everything would be really different. Mm. Um, mm. I'd probably say I'd still probably be at Carphone. Mm. Um, not to be rude, yeah? Do they still have branches? No, Carphone's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. And they're completely gone? It's gone. So apart yeah. from the the kiosks or like the in-store ones inside the big superstore curries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. about it. So other than that, as in gone. like their standalone stores, gone. 500 um, plus gone. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. So that happened April 2020. Mm. Well, I think you said um, initially that the plan was for that to be the side. Yeah. In, um, in comparison to all the projects and business ventures that you had planned going yeah. forward, including... Um, reinforcing your faith you mm-hmm. know and i think um it's probably something that we haven't really touched on deeply on the podcast so far you know the um how faith plays a role in you building as a character but also as a father you know yeah and and like i said you've got twin boys and growing up in this in this london oh, yeah it's <laughs> it's it's mental yeah, it's, boys how old are they if you don't ask the, the twins are 10 Right, so, and we're looking at what next year's September school? September September coming in secondary September school. secondary school and secondary school is is when they, that's when it changes yeah. yeah so for us um, we used to live um, in an area where we knew that within a certain space of time we'd have to get the boys out of the area mm. so we recently moved like further out so that they weren't in that area because we didn't want them kind of getting to secondary school and being in that particular area. Yeah. See, like, because, like, when you asked me where I live and I said where I live and mm-hmm. then, like, Pruh. you know, it is, yeah? When I first moved out there, I'm thinking, this guy, yeah, I think I missed the London, yeah, like, fast-paced action. But now where I am, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, the best thing ever. Literally, I don't see no crackers on my doorstep. I don't see no yeah, no, 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 helicopters no, 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 no. flying around. It's stuff, man. It's, and it's literally fresh air, yeah. And it's the best because I got a son, two years old, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's the best place to raise him. It's yeah. literally not saying there's not crime wherever you go to, yeah. but the opportunity to do them stuff is yeah. less. It's yeah. absolutely less. Yeah, I fully agree, and that's that was that was a priority for for both of us. We were very much like. We're not gonna raise the boys in this kind of environment. Um, we want to try and give them the best opportunities um, at literally whatever it takes. Mm. Um, so that's not only just us as a household, but also the people that are around us. Absolutely. Um, so we, we both come from church as in parents. Mm-hmm. So me and the wife both come from church. Yeah. All of that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah. church is embedded in them. She's she, she's one of the choir directors at yeah. church you know um i've grown in church you know play percussion and all of that both our families are still in church so yeah. like they are covered mm. you know i mean like you know like i know my my mom and dad they're they're a bit old school kind of grandparents so i know that you know <laughs> they're up at five six o'clock yeah, and they're, they're praying, praying, like, yeah, every morning day. Is praying, yeah. They, and so, like, I wake and up, night. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I wake up every morning, I go into my, my little home studio, I spend like half hour, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour in there, and I just make sure I pray over, like, the like, the, wow, the people around me, yeah. yeah. I do that every day, man. So, they, like, they, they, you know, in, in that kind of field, um, and they've seen it, and I think they've also seen the growth spiritually within myself. Mm-hmm. 
So as we're, you know, a couple years ago on a Saturday night, Saturday night would be crazy for us mm-hmm. as a team. So me and the team, um, we got Sweet Boy Entertainment, we got JR, we got T21, uh, we got Producer. We'd be out on the road, um, two, three, four bookings in one night. And then what was happening is I'd be coming in at five, six, seven o'clock. And then I'd get home. Sometimes I'm so tired, I can't even get out of the car. Mm. I'd be falling asleep in the car outside the yard. And then come Sunday now, I can't even go church. Mm. Because I'm literally... Yeah, it'd be sleeping in the pew. Yeah. So for, for me to be able to do Sunday service at home... Um, and and they can see it, yeah. and they they can see like they know in the mornings, don't go into daddy's room because daddy's praying. Mm-hmm. Like for me, all of those kind of things, those are the things I kind of grew up with, and a lot of that I've been able to carry through into adult life. So I'm just trying to plant seeds, yeah, without yeah. being too kind of forceful. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because we, we do know, yeah, we do know that Blue parents pill, red pill. Yeah, the choice is yours. We know Man, that this kids. Is not, this is not the matrix. You're always doing this. <laughs> But I think I think for them it's it's good for them to see. So yeah. do you know what I mean like I was really blessed as a as a you know when growing up, my parents, as much as we, we, we do church, mm-hmm. my parents never forced me or my sisters to ever go to church. This when, is the thing. When we got to a certain age, it was a choice. Yeah, because yeah, this is what I was gonna say yeah. in terms of obviously growing it similar to yourself, I grew I would, yeah, I wouldn't say I grew in the church because my mom, my nan's Seventh Day Adventist, mm-hmm. but we're Baptist. Yeah. So we was like where I was where I was living in Jamaica because I'm from Portland. So where yeah. where I'm there, my church was at the end of my road. So we would right. get there. I'll be there early. I was even well, I was quiet boy. I was singing the whole thing, the okay. whole thing, ready to go. And after I was singing, I was tired. I slept in the pew when I was looking <laughs> at it. But it's like it got to a point where, for some of my peers, mm-hmm. it felt like they were being they were forced. forced. And because of that backlash, they went against the grain because as parents, you want the best for your child for every aspect of their life, especially spiritually, if you're a spiritual person. And I think it's something that I've always kept at the back of my mind. Like I wasn't forced. I had the option and I I kept going to church. Yeah. As much as since I've moved out of my mom's, I haven't been as active in the church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, church and yard and church here are two different places unless you find the right church here. But I don't want to force it on my door because I got baby girl at three mm. yeah and I don't want to force it to the point where she retracts go the yeah. other way and I, think, I, mean? I, I mean I don't want to get too too biblical but mm. one of my favourite scriptures is like train up a child mm-hmm. in the way that he or she should grow mm. and even when they're old they, they won't depart and for me like my personal journey and growth is is literally that so my parents never forced me um so, and then it's kind of full circle. So now for me to be in a position where I'm kind of conducting an online service yeah. and my son see that, mm. to me, that's, that's amazing. Do they join in? Um, Do they, they want to join in? They, 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 they crack the door yeah. and they might come on the camera. Make a little feature. Like, like, but um, they primarily know that's when daddy's mm. doing his thing. But again, like, they know, even when it comes down to like DJing, like I teach so many other people's children how to DJ. My kids know how to DJ. I've never really had to teach them, but they've never, like, 
I've never forced it on them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the studio is there. So, like, every so often, they'll come in like, Dad, can mm-hmm. I just jump on? Yeah, cool, mm-hmm. do your thing, innit? But yeah. I never force them to do it. I think that's a, that's think a, that's a good point as well, because yeah. I think as parents, and especially as dads as well, we've, we have our own depiction of what we want our child to be and yeah. especially if it's something that we passionately and we love oh, of course you know we're like right. yeah like we said with yeah. the other episode yeah. you know we've, yeah. we've, we're both have athletic background yeah. and especially if you used to play football everyone wants their child to you know yeah, yeah, and go, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. so it's like giving them the option or like the, the approach you've, you've given just open the door to allow them to watch what you're doing and yeah. then pick it up from there because like you said you've teach you've taught everyone else's child how to do mm-hmm. so but you may not not have had to go through so many lessons with your own children because yeah. all they've done is they've observed yeah. you may even be on Sunday service they've realised they're cracking the door no, just watching yeah, yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, there. yeah 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 I've seen that I mean I've seen them literally go into the studio switch on the laptop mm. and do their thing I'm like when did you even <laughs> know that but again they've seen me DJ at home yeah from the age of two mental you know so i was doing i was doing my my breakfast show when i was on on top from home mm-hmm. so before twitch and ig lives and all of that i was streaming from home so that that was like eight years ago Man. on top in um the last studio i went to was on over on. there <laughs> i just learned that today on top was going towards pony heath yeah when it's up that's how all schools I used to go there because um, I don't know if you know Grievous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grievous. Grievous, Grievous calls me uncle. Yeah. Mm. He calls yeah, me uncle Milks. Yeah. yeah, we should... That's I saw him last week down Clapham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, man. But this is what, this what Milchery was saying earlier. Like, when he came, he was like, on top used to be right there. Yeah. yeah. No, literally, because like, right there, the other side yeah, of that wall. Yeah. I don't even know when they move. Wait, but I'm so used to everything radio-wise being either up in, like... Dalston Junction and East London around mm-hmm. up to Tottenham Hill that to assume that anything was in South London was just you know rearing itself like yeah man big up Suey um, you know what I mean on top was really where I was able to build my name um, and connect with with parents so when I was doing the breakfast show um, obviously you've got people listening to the school run yeah so um came up with, with a concept called Milk Trays Motivation. Yeah. So we used to do that 8.30 every morning, Monday to Friday, regardless. Like, whatever's going on in the show, everything's got to stop at 8.30 um, so we could do Milk Trays Motivation. So it was basically taking motivational videos from the YouTube, um, mm-hmm. from, like, Eric Thomas, Les Brown, Steve Harvey, Zig Ziglar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all of those guys. You know I mean, Tony Robbins converting them to mp3 and then playing them on the show and then i would kind of put my own spin on it at the end um which then kind of built into like like a thousand plus people mailing this Mm. so like every day so what would then happen is the one i would play in the morning we would then send out the link via email to the to the mailing list and then off the back of that we were then able to build it into a live event so we actually have Milk Trays Motivation Live. So that's one of our that's one of our things. So we started doing that in I think twenty sixteen. Wow. Or twenty fifteen. And then we won the award in twenty sixteen. Um and then you know we we've been doing that for a good couple of years. Then we moved it to we started in Croydon, mm-hmm. had a jury's in. 
and then we moved it to um, the Double Tree Hilton Hotel in Victoria. Yeah. Um, and I think the maximum we've had capacity was about 300. Mm. So that was really good because I was able to connect with not only kids, but parents. parents. And I think that's where I was able to really start building um, the reputation of like a dad. Because I'm, I'm quite yeah. open about that. Mm. So people started to see me not just as a DJ, DJ. Yeah. but more as a as a role model as a personality behind yeah. that face. Yeah. yeah. So and that's kind of where I think everything kind of really started to to build from. So like now doing all the stuff with, you know, the Hope program and the mentoring and all of that was just kind of like a natural progression. Mm. So being in the position now, I mean I was looking at my Instagram the other day and obviously there's no rage happening. Yeah. But like the content that is on my page it's so very different to like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, it's, it's no longer a promo page for all the rates yeah, coming up. Yeah. It's now, <laughs> like, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> literally. So, and I'm, I'm quite happy with that mm. because ultimately lockdown has been able to allow me to establish my brands, yeah. build companies, but also spend a lot of time at home with my family. That's what I was going to ask you. That's what Patrick was, uh, one of Patrick's questions to yeah. yourself. He was around, um, How's COVID for you and the family? And have you enjoyed the fact that mm. you've been, you've had more time to spend with the kids I'm, due to lockdown? I'm going to be brutally honest. Yeah. That's this. Transparent. Brutally. I'd say that lockdown was a real blessing for our household. Right. So, no, and obviously, it's, nothing's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. with regards to our household, it was, it was key. Do you know what I mean? Like, the the twins got to see mum and dad in the house. A lot more. A lot more. Cohesively, as in, as we're in the house mm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mrs. Milks is busy. She's an entrepreneur, does stuff herself. Mm. Same kind of thing. So, being able to be in lockdown and do that um, and exercise new skills um, and, and, you know, kind of build rapports with each other was really good for us yeah like one of my sons tells me every in, in a day he'll tell me probably about 25 times love you dad <laughs> love you dad and it's not like he wants it's something yeah yeah it's not for <laughs> just walk fast love you dad yeah just just let you know big man yeah love. yeah yeah yeah, gotcha. yeah like literally yeah that's and, and like my cousin can he can verify like mm. literally like you Love you, Dad. Love you. Like, every day. So, that's come out of us being able to spend quality time. Quality time. Yeah. But, I mean, I've always been able to spend, I think, since they started, like, primary school. Yeah. Which coexisted, right, with the time of me stepping down from, like, management <laughs> and going part-time. Mm -hmm. I was then able to spend more time. So, for them, they, they get to see Dad as Dad. Yeah. So I get to come home. They get to see dad cook. They they see dad cook, clean, <laughs> look after them, all of that kind of stuff. They they get to see all of that. So for me, that's now planting the seed so that when they go out into the world, for them, cooking, cleaning, it's, a normality. Is, it's the norm to them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not whoa, hold on. Because I don't I don't really want them growing up and like 
you know, somebody's daughter, they're having a conversation or they're in a relationship and they're, you know, sometimes you just have these combos with, yeah. with, with, you know, the opposite sex. And then, like, they're trying to, you're trying to work out how each other kind of grown up. For them, I don't want it to be like, well, blah, blah, blah. No, for them, they're like, all right, well, no, I saw my, my dad was in the kitchen. My, my dad was yeah. active. My dad, in it. Yeah, I saw yeah. my dad hoovering with the, with the mop, doing all of that. Like, for me, that's important. Setting the right life expectations. Yeah, that's how I grew. Yeah. And it weren't just my dad. I saw that from the men oh, around wow. me. So my uncles, my, my older cousins, like just the men around me, that was the norm. So for me, I, I need to create that environment, not only within our home, but again, with the kings that I have around me. So my cousin Mona, he's their godfather. Yeah. All of my, my, my guys that are around me, you know, as far as they're concerned, that's uncle, that's uncle junior, that's yeah, uncle yeah, 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 yeah. Uncle yeah. Like they see it. When when I'm when I'm negotiating um a deal or for a wedding or for a booking, they're in the car with me or they're in the house. They they get to see and hear it all. Mm -hmm. Like they they work out like when I'm streaming on Twitch now, once I finish, they'll be like, Dad, so how much money did you make today? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like or dad, like, yeah. so you know that wedding, how much are you charging them? <laughs> charging them this, mum. Okay, so how, and then like, they'll be like, all right, so how did you get to that, to that fee? Mm -hmm. So when they were even uh, younger. Ten. So Imagine, they, when, when they're they learning business acumen. Yeah. When, when they were like, I think, seven or eight, yeah. we, we did our, was it at the first Motivation Cars? When they set up the store. Oh, his cousin's in the studio, by the way. Cousin yeah. and partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin yeah. and business partner, manager, uh, sweet boy D Warner's in the pool. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we did... So when we moved Milk Trade Motivation from Croydon to Victoria, mm. um, we had space for stores. So they came up to me and said, Dad, I think it was the second one, they said, Dad, can we have a store? I was like... No, it was the first one. It was the first one. It was the first one. Yeah. So, right, so at the first Milk Trade Motivation in Victoria, they come up to me, like, when we're in the organisation stages, they say, Dad, can we have a store? I was like, okay, cool, like, what are you going to sell? Yeah. They're like, we're going to sell lemonade. I said... Hey, old school. I said, all right, cool. Well, all right, cool. So, like, that weekend, they went to, they went to Tesco or something with, with the wife, bought the, the necessary bits and pieces, they spent all day Saturday yeah. making, I mean, to be honest, the missus did more than the making it. Yeah. The man did just stand in the yeah, yeah. But like, so... Squeeze a little lemon, that's yeah, it. Yeah, and then ran off and yeah. started playing game. But like, they came, set up their little table and that. Um, they worked out how much they need to sell the lemonade at. Um, they made, they made a profit of £110. Wow. Like, what? And this this was at like they were like seven, eight years old. Yeah. So entrepreneurs, then entrepreneurs there. The next one now, they were like, okay, cool. So like we broke it down. Um, they were like, cool, we need to take this much out of what we've made to then put back into the business so that we can reinvest it for the next one. And then whatever we've got left is profit. So then what they did is then they upscaled on the next one. So the next one we did was round about Easter. So then what they did is they got bigger cups. Because it was Easter, they said, oh, you know what? What we'll do is we'll, we'll sell bun and cheese. Ah. And these are kids, you know. This is what the whole, the whole time Milkshake is talking, 
I gotta keep reminding myself, these are children under the age of ten yeah. at the time. So these are under the age of Jeez. ten. So they said, all right, cool, can we sell bun and cheese? So they said, cool. So they added the bun and cheese with the bigger cups that had black, small, large cups, plus the bun and cheese, that little sweetie bags. They made yeah. like 170 pounds. Mental. Profit. Do you know what that is for, for a child? Do you know what that is for a child? <laughs> that's profit. Do you know what? Do you know what that was when I was in college? For that 30 pounds. Yeah, that's pretty mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. What? They made 100, like, 170 pounds profit. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do for them is from just from young, just exposing them to those kind of things. Like conversations coming back from mum and dad's on a Sunday. Like there was a period where we'd be talking about, like it started off when playing I Spy. Mm. So we used to play I Spy just to keep them awake so they wouldn't fall asleep. Mm. And then one, <laughs> one, one week we, we did I Spy and then one of them said to me, how much is that house worth? Because they pointed at the house. I was like, I don't know. And then we kind of got into the conversation about the differences between like mortgage and renting. Okay. So I, but I broke it down to them. So I said, look, imagine you buy your Nintendo Switch. You buy a Nintendo Switch, yeah? But then what you do is you rent it out to X, X person mm-hmm. for this amount. You keep doing that. How much, how much is your, your, your Nintendo Switch worth? It's worth this much. Right, so if you rent it out, for this much to that person how much do you make oh we, we make the money back mm-hmm. okay cool once you made the money back what do you do buy another one oh. so that's how i got them to understand oh sick you know what that's you gotta make you. it relatable yeah see life skills nothing schools is teaching kids what you're teaching them is absolute life skills schools yeah. are not teaching them this yeah schools are not teaching them about the real world they're not teaching them about life skills uh taxes Taxes again. Yeah. I keep saying and more taxes. Doing it. I keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the curriculum is a is a stringent um, set. There's only so much they can put yeah. in there. So I get I get it, and I agree with you in terms of put something like tax in there because that's very life effective. That's something that yeah. they all go through. But that would then have to replace something else because when you think about it's um, I don't know. It's, there's a limited amount of um, stuff they can put in the yeah, curriculum. Yeah. There. So put that in there. Take out something like or geography, pumping. but I think this is this is where we as fathers, uncles, mm-hmm. bigger cousins, like we need to really we, we understand now and we've known it for a long time that the educational system is not going to teach our children these things. Yeah. So we need to teach them. Like when I was in Carphone, the amount of young kids I would see who on their eighteenth birthday come into the shop. Because they're 18. Because they want to come and get a contract. That was me. Yeah. On the 18th birthday, come into the shop, got the ID, got the debit card. I want to get iPhone 12. (laughs) Max, £80 a month. With insurance. What? And a case. And the geek geek insurance. Geek squad insurance. Yes, the geek squad insurance. Everything. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at the kid already and they can read my my body language because I'm like, Kid, you don't even know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> the thing is, and they're like, No, no, I'm ready to go. All right, cool. So we run the credit check, and then the credit check 98% of the time would fail. Mm. It's not because they've got bad credit, they have no they've credit, got no credit, yeah, and they don't understand that. So a lot of the time, I would spend 10 15 minutes after that, the decline 
explaining to them what credit is mm. and how to improve it. Take the SIM only deal, which is £10 a month. Make sure you pay that on time, set up the direct debit for four to six months and then come back and check me. And then boom, then you can get the contract. Mm. Do you know what's mad? I didn't buy one there. Mine declined in central London. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Brixton and got it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I just want to put a disclaimer. That was that. I don't know if that was uh, 02 or three. I know Carphone. I don't really you know for them, but I, I'm still gonna kind of rep them. I, I really doubt that happened in that Carphone warehouse, people. I just want to let you know. Yeah. Thank you. So, so what's your ultimate goal as a father in general? My, my ultimate goal as a father is to to create and give my sons the opportunity. And I know we say the opportunities that we didn't have, mm-hmm. but it's not even the opportunities that we didn't have. The the opportunities that are best for them. Yeah. Sometimes the opportunity you do have as well, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of us focus on the things that we didn't have and we want that for our kids. But for me, is to be able to, for them to say, that's my dad's a loving caring understanding dad yeah and he's given us the life skills and the knowledge for us to you know ultimately take those tools those tools and carry them and and excel and surpass what i'm doing and carry on the legacy of our surname because Mm. to me that's that's really important Our, our our legacy as a family, you know, mm. in our in our area, you know, of, of Ballum, Tootin, yeah. you know, our family have born and raised, do you know what I mean, in that area. So our family is very well respected mm. and I want them to be able to carry the surname and the legacy, not only of right, but oh that's Milk Tray's sons. Mm. Yeah. So they already know they they they're on I, I would say they're they're on recognize, high profile. Recognize they're the recognizable they, and, and they're twins. Mm. So they already kind of know that I'm not putting I don't want it's not pressure, but I'm standards. You know, yeah, there's standards, standards that I want you to to kind of follow mm. in a in a way because this is you know, life is it's crazy out here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a friend of ours just recently, um her son got murdered. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. literally mm. just coming home from school. Do you know what I mean? So, we, we, I think we have got to take a real ownership on not only our own kids, but those around us. Mm. That's why the HOPE programme and all the stuff that we're doing, you know, with our radio station is really key because we want to be able to set the example. Like, I want people to, I want people not just like Ari, but I want the, the youngest to be able to say, boy, I see Milk's doing his thing. Yeah. Mm. Because ultimately, that's they're looking at the road man and they're saying, well, them man are doing their thing. They're looking up to them. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I've made it because trust me, <laughs> this, this self-employed, mm. you know, running your own business thing, it's hard. It's, hard. it's, yeah, it's harder than working see, for someone. I see what you shared with that, um, Thingy from Sion, London. Yeah, from, 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 from Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. This stuff ain't for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 like Gabriel said, if, if you're, if you're kind of person who works on emotion and feeling, uh, like today I, just, I can't really be bothered. 
stay in your nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. Because this this thing ain't easy. Like we've taken the last six months and just been beavering away setting up the radio station. Like any money that me wanna get, you know, is going right back in to the radio station. Do you know what I mean? Like all of this stuff, the whole program, this like, you know, we're doing I'm running the workshops and it's all being funded by us. Mm-hmm. So I wanna let them know. So when I'm sitting in a lesson and I'm teaching them how to DJ, but at the same time I'm saying to them, Well look, like I know you're gonna maybe leave here and you're gonna go and link the man them and maybe do like listen, spend a bit more time DJing. Like you could, you know, you can make a little thing out of that. Do you know what I mean? And then Hey, the possibilities endless. Because like I was I watching off a show, an American show called Ridiculousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why, yeah? Ah, stupid. Anyways, yeah, um, this DJ, I don't know his, I can't remember his name, he's Asian, long, straight hair. Icon, is it? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dude. And when I look at him, yeah, and his shows and where he goes to perform off of just DJing, yeah, it's amazing how far this can take you. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. This guy's going around a work and some serious dosh. Yeah, man. Yeah, Doing something you love. And that's, that's, that's the thing. For me, mm. ultimately, I want to be able to give my son the example of if you put God first mm. and, and really invest in what you love doing. Like, I love DJing. I love radio. I was, I've, I've been doing pirate radio since 2003. Brother. I wasn't even in the country then. Imagine. <laughs> 2003. Do you know what I, we're in? 2021. We weren't even here. Yeah, no, no, I, I, was, I was doing pirate radio from 2003. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like for all them years, I wasn't getting paid for it. Do you know what I mean? Like I even yeah. I even put my family, you know, my, we, like, we went through it. Like there, there, there's been times, you know, where I'm looking at, I'm frightened to look at the NatWest app. <laughs> you know, there, there was a time when I was ready to phone my area manager mm. and say, do you know what? I'm coming back in as management. I'm done with this radio thing. Um, you know, I don't mind keeping the DJ and there's maybe a little thing on the side, but I need that steady money mm. because right now my, me and the family are going through it financially. And as, as a man, as the head of the house, you, yeah, you don't want to feel like. Yeah. I mean, there, there were there were genuinely there were days where I didn't have enough money to put petrol in my car so that I could get to work. Mm. Yeah. Do I mean that's that's the reality? So, I mean, and that's what I want to kind of let the world know. I know, like a lot of people follow me on gram mm. and see, like, but like I'm one of these people. I, I will post when like. When there's a downtime, really, yeah, 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 like I'll let people know, like yeah. telling my story. I've told it a hundred thousand times mm-hmm. because the reality is there was times, and there still is times. Even a couple of months ago, I was like, saying to my cousin, like, "Boy, cause you know the station, boy. <laughs> I don't know if, boy, I don't know, car, the server, and but like we get through." Mm-hmm. And that's primarily what I want to let the world know is that, you know, if you kind of put God first and really buckle down and, and invest in what you love, like the doors that will open. Yeah. It's amazing, bro. Patience like, and patience. Yeah. Like, trust me, 
I've been DJing since 1995. Mm. For a dog. Yeah, so I was four years old. If you got know what DJing yeah. was, them times I was banging out Celine Dion. Bam. <laughs> I bought my first record in 1995. Yeah. And I'm still here. And it's and it's probably only in the last few years where I feel like I've now started to get some of the dues. Yeah. For, you know what I mean? Like, people kind of say, all right, like, no, do you know what? Like, he's a top DJ. But to be honest, now, I, I, I now have to be more than just a DJ. Can because I ask a question? Go for it. Yeah. Getting that award or recognition of a top DJ doesn't matter to you now as being a dad. No. No, the, the thing is, uh, awards awards are great. It really depends on where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So, like, the awards that I've received re- in, in the last five years or so have come from the community mm-hmm. or they've come from people who acknowledge my work primarily outside of DJing. So, DJing is, so those... is just the... Is the, is just the, the vehicle. So it's cool to get those awards, but being a dad is everything. See, this is what us. So those rewards is just a visual representation of the man that you are outside of the, the DJ industry. Yeah. So that that that's fair enough. So when I ask the question, I should have been more specific. What you broke it down, which is brilliant, the fact of it. I understand more because some people they think because I've been in the game for what. 20 odd years 25 years yeah that i should be calling top boys i should be up there but then don't get me wrong i'm pretty sure it still does matter to you mm. yeah deep down inside because that's your craft for such a long yeah. time you want that like put some respect on my name but then it's better 1995 yeah. bro so, so you're gonna be like man i said that you better put some respect yeah. on my name <laughs> but, but for me if, if if i receive an award uh, you know, for the, the the stuff that I do in the community, mm. or just the, the visual rem- representation as as a black dad, mm. as a as a role model, as a leader in the community, that means to me now ten times that means way more Absolutely. than getting a, an award as the top DJ. Yeah, yeah. but that's the thing, right? When going through um, the research on yourself, is like you know, like I said previously, this is the whole point of this platform mm. to have these shining examples of black kings, black black fathers that are positive, um, going out there and and seeing the repertoire that's there. Like, it's a must do. They must have. You know, you are already an established brand mm-hmm. yourself. Like, you don't need us as a podcast, but as a no. black fathers community, yeah, we need you. People like us, people that are are there showing the example because. Like you've you've gone on to not only being, I'd say, a pioneer in the entertainment industry because mm-hmm. yes, it's been DJing, but also weddings. You've been hosting. You've been you know doing motivational. Like that brought a lot of people through COVID. You know, yeah, like yeah. Sunday service yeah. and you know um train mon- yeah. motivation. That's brought a lot of people yeah. through through um COVID, and you can see that from the the mass following that yeah. you've you've accumulated over time. And you know you've got people that just follow, but you've got interactive for like when you see some of the stuff. Uh, Milchay posts, yeah, is it, it sits within the brand, mm. like, yeah, and, and the thing is, we we've always as as a team been very aware of what we post. Mm. So you know what I mean, like we we so my my team is Sweetboy Entertainment, 
we, me and my cousin started that in like 1995. Mm. We started the sound. Um, and you know, we've had different members over the years, but the, the, the core of the team now is, is a circle of, of kings that, mm. you know, are amazing DJs, entertainers, but most of like practically all of the guys within the sound work in education. Mm. T21's yeah. a teacher. Um, DJR's a, a teacher. Producer man's a teacher. Warner's a, a prophet, like he, he's a trainer, mm. like not gym trainer, but like in education and business, like he does. So like I'm surrounded by, by like my, my bros that are, you know, performing excellence yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in such a way that it, it was only going to be a matter of time. Like the Hope program came from the fact that one of my guys within the team, DJR, has set up his DJ company um, called the Rats Academy. Um, and he asked me to come on board as a senior tutor. So I was doing that for years. Do you know what I mean? And then in COVID, Croydon Council approached me and said, we, we need a programme in Croydon. Can you do something for us? I said, cool, no problem. Okay, cool. As soon as you got the links to Croydon, Croydon Council, yeah. Can you write off your parking tickets? I mean, there we go. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I don't know about now. Nah, because... Before you ask Milkshare if he could write off his own parking tickets, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I know a few MPs, some MPs I'd rather go to them and say, um, I need funding for this project <laughs> instead of me saying, boy, you know Like that's like, magic fund. You know, like, you know, like the metro fund. You know, like the parking thing. Yeah. If you follow me, you get lost, I'm telling you. But, but. yeah, like, it's, it's, it's been a great journey. But again, I think it's really important to make sure that you surround yourself yeah. with, yeah, like my team. When I think about my team and we've been rolling deep for a hot minute, do you know what I mean? And we, we, we do our thing on the circuit, but also outside of the circuit. You know, JR runs, you know, um, half-term club. T21 does the same. Like, I'm surrounded by by excellence. So all of these individuals sound like they are still doing like what it's not giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that, that's the whole bait. And, and the thing is, we our team wasn't, that was never the plan. Yeah. But it's always been the core. Are they all dads as well? All dads. Mental. See, this is what I'm talking about. Mm. This is what I'm talking about. All dads. Question now, another one, yeah. At what point... Is this a legal question? Yeah, this is very legal. (laughs) (laughs) At what point... At what point, yeah, if not already, would you say you've done your job to the point that you're proud of it in terms of DJing, but most importantly, fatherhood? The, the, the job of fatherhood is is never done mm-hmm. um, and it won't be done until I leave um, and can, then can, you just, then, can you just say that again that's like one of them clicking moments you know like when you did spoken word spoken like, words the, the job of fatherhood yeah, no no the, the, the job of of being a father and being a dad is to me is never done mm. um, because it's 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 a legacy like what my granddad installed in my dad and my uncles has kind of lived through my cousins etc i'm now here Mm. i'm now installing some of those key um 
you know, life skills and experiences into my sons so that they can then carry on that same legacy. Mm. So even when I'm dead and gone, That's fatherhood will still be continuing because I've installed those key, you know, fundamental, you know, Absolutely, I, I that one's free, that by the way, people. You have to pay for any yeah, any award, any award. That one's free. That one even from when scriptures. You that, yeah, what came to my mind? I was watching a, a TV program, yeah, and Michael Kyle. Yeah, mm. no, this he loves he loves a quotable from my wife and kids. No, yeah, he it, loves it makes sense. Quotable. He says you grow your kids up, yeah, and you go down like bowling balls, and when you roll them down the alley, you give them all the thoughts and the teaching that you can teach them, mm. but it depends on then how much pain they're not down if they'll have that strike. You just hope that they don't go in the gutter. <laughs> That's all he says. Yeah, it's true. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You just yeah. hope they don't go in the gutter. Yeah. No matter how much pins they hit, success. Yeah, no matter it's what true. It is. Like, I know that my dad would prob- my dad would look and think, you know what? Martin's done good. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, and it hasn't been the journey that we've always wanted. Like, We've always wanted that kind of, that, you know, that moment where mm. everything changes. Like, my dad always says, you know, if we lived in the States, you know, you'd be, you'd be uh, caught, like, you'd be on yeah, some yeah, next level. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's to, to be planet. honest, I say, that, you know, but at the same time, that's not God's plan. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is God's plan, so we're here and that's what we're moving with. So, for me, I just want to be able to, like I said before, leave a legacy for my sons, but also for other people's children. Like the, one of the most amazing things about doing the breakfast show on On Top is that now some of those kids that were 10, 12, 13, 14... At the time. Are, at the time are now late 20s. Some of them are early 20s. And then they will still see me on the road and be like, oh, milks. Like one of the guys that I work with in Croydon, like he, when he sees me, he's like... I remember going to school and my mum playing your show in the car <laughs> and now I know you personally. I've been, you feel old? Fam, you know what? When I said to my missus, I was like, yeah, we've got DJ Milkshake coming. I said, oh, he's a legend. She's like, yeah, I know Milkshake. And she mentioned Frisky as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, they've done great stuff within the community. And I was like, yeah, big up, fr- big up Frisky. So yeah. when, when I left on top, because as I said, I was doing breakfast mm. like, for seven years on On Top. Um, and then I left and went to another station. And then Frisky took over the, the breakfast show. And what I love about Frisky, I was even thinking this the other day, is that he's, he's carried the, the, the legacy of breakfast yeah. and taken it to the next level mm. in his own way. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, like we know Frisky personally. Um, and he's had had an amazing journey on radio and he's had his ups and downs, but the fulfillment that he feels right now, you know, especially getting all the kids on board, like I can tell that that is what wakes him up in the morning. Mm. Like even if he's dead tired, cause I know man like Frisky, <laughs> yeah. you throw Frisky at four o'clock, man's up. <laughs> the man that just, just scrolling on Netflix. <laughs> but I know he'll be up to do breakfast because he knows now that those kids they are impact de- they depending on him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, big up Richie, big up from like my, my new winner Roadshow family. His daughter's been on Frisky's show. She's got a single. Like he's taken it from, you know, like Milk Tree's motivation and carried that same kind of energy 
and just in, in just really bodied like it. bodied mm. it and mm. put it into the kids. So now he's gonna be part of their legacy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Not not only like I remember people saying that they've been listening to Frisky for years and like some of them are adults and that, but like what the stuff that he's doing now and creating opportunities, like he's a father figure to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of them come from single parent homes. Some of them come from, you know, loads of different scenarios. But some of them will look at Frisky and and subconsciously he's the most consistent man in their life. And that's and I think that's what some of us forget when we're doing radio and this kind of thing. Like, it's important to people. These kids now look up to Frisky. So like now he has to like I'm not saying he has to live up to it, but he now knows he's in a position where he can't really let very these kids down. He's very yeah. influential. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Creating video shoots yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. So pops to Frisky, man. You know what? One point to add to that as well. Mm-hmm. One point to add to that as well is that Frisky always remains true to himself. And he's always, always wrong. Hey, big like, up Frisky, man. What, <laughs> what, what you see of Frisky right now yeah. is exactly how he's been since <laughs> when we've probably just been like this. I yeah, really got Frisky on there then. Frisky is the guy. He ma- he's as my, as Milkshake said, he's the father figure to many. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we're not talking just like locally in South London, East London and whatnot, or in London. We're talking up and down the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now his, his his radio show is syndicated across stations up and down the country. Do you think it's as as being in the entertainment sector, mm-hmm. especially being a DJ world, yeah, and from all the examples you've been so far, how um, impactful it's been having like-minded father figures um, in, in in the industry. So Frisky, you named, you've named TNR, you've named, now you've all been dads, and from what it sounds like, everyone has made a step towards giving back to the community I, for I the think, betterment of the I kids. Think, I think, I think there, there are some people who do it, um, subconsciously some people do it because that's what they want to do yeah um but you know i grew up listening to jeff schumann martin uh, martin j tlc um yardy on baseline g money um you know all of these guys played instrumental like they were key to my to my growth in radio do you know what i mean so like tlc was doing breakfast on Baseline FM when I was going college. Mm. And then imagine I was able to do radio. He came onto my breakfast show when I was on On Top. We'd done a couple shows together. Like, do you know how much of a major key that is? Like, somebody <laughs> that you've grown up looking up to, looking up to yeah. for how many years then ends up doing a show with you. Mm. I'm, like, that for me, that's, it's, that's major. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um, Look, Trey, it's been an absolute pleasure when we've been mindful. We've got time. But we still got, we still got more time. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was going to say something to you because Patrick had a question, didn't it? Yeah. I'm, Pat, lost. One of I'm his... lost in your aura. Like, I, I watch a lot of TV but beforehand. He gets starstruck really easily. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. If, if, if anyone's here, like, I'm literally... Because when, when someone speaks, right, and they... Impact for impact me. For me okay. like, I make full eye contact with them because it's sign of respect right to me and yeah. to understanding and i'm 
like drawn into you and what you're saying. And so he's digesting everything that you're saying oh, because of how impactful it is. Massively. I've got to help him sometimes. That's why he likes Sam his PA. Massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I've been working all week. Yeah. Three days off and I'm back in. So let me just enjoy this moment when I'm done. Yeah. Right, cool. Um yeah, um it's it's like what do you oh, I think I asked this question. I don't know I don't know if maybe in a different word. What do you expect? from your kids the twins what do I expect mm-hmm. I expect them to be them I want them to be them elaborate I don't want them to be daddy I don't want them to be mom I don't want them to be milk tray I don't want them to I want them to be them and, and be true to them once once you're true to yourself mm-hmm. Once you're able to communicate, um, and I think as men, obviously we've grown up in a society where, you know, we're not, we, we've been programmed to kind of not show emotion mm-hmm. and not communicate, which we, we take, we take these, these traits, excuse me, and then what happens is, is when we get into our later years and we start living with your partner, your, your missus, your wife, etc., you still have those. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, you know, I want my sons to be able to communicate um, in, in a way that is understandable for them and the person receiving the information. Because um, I, I don't want them to be able to, I don't want them to Fair, bottle up things. Yeah, I don't, I don't want them to feel like they can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Daddy Milk Tray, mm-hmm. everybody knows I love Daddy Milk Tray. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you want the definition of alpha male, real, real man. <laughs> Open up the dictionary. It's a picture that Yeah? Alpha. Real man. Yeah? But at the same time, I grew up not having the, the, the relationship, being able to communicate with that in, that in that way. Do you think yeah. that had an impact? 100, 110%. 110%. But I was, I was blessed enough to have males in my life where I could mm-hmm. or it wasn't just males so like my, my go-to person was my auntie Paulette mm-hmm. so my auntie Paulette was the person who basically raised me um and my gran so I came from a home where I was raised by my grandma mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah mom and dad had literally um bought a house so I just started primary school mom and dad had bought a house in Thornton Heath um at the time and then they kind of, they didn't want to move me and get me out of school because I just kind of settled. So weekdays, I was at home with my gran and my aunt. And then on the weekends, I went and lived with mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my auntie Paulette was my, my everything. So if I had an issue... That was your go-to. Was my go-to. Yeah. My, my spiritual father, my uncle Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, he's my spiritual father. Like if I need to talk about anything in that kind of regard and it's no disrespect to daddy milk tray do you know what i mean mm. because like this, this this is daddy milk tray like there was one time mm. and and like you know i phoned him i said dad i'm done i'm done i can't i can't take this enough i can't take this woman enough it's done that it's done yeah dad 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 on the phone he said okay all right uh you, you you're done i said yeah it's done he said all right cool phone me tomorrow <laughs> and then just hung up the phone. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm expecting 
So, one so, lecture in it. You're expecting him on your on your side to say, yeah, man, what what make yeah, it done? Yeah, 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 what are yeah, you done? Yeah. I was expecting some. Alright, so 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 what happened now? Yeah, yeah. Like what happened with you and the wife? And, no, that didn't work. She just said, yeah, cool. Alright, call me tomorrow. Because you know tomorrow it's a different and conversation then, for for him. <laughs> it don't listen. You put the ring on the. That's it. That's it's it. done. Yeah. That's that's the end of it. Yeah. So don't wanna fold me with none of that red tete, yeah? Because middle wire. Yeah. So like and that and that's just how it is. Mm. Um but I, I know that my dad and like my family are, are you know, they they are really happy with the fact that I've got other men in my life that I can communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um even the, the man them in, in the WhatsApp group, you know, there's been some times where we've all had some rough times. When my auntie Paulette passed, mm-hmm. like it took half of me. Yeah. Like when my auntie Paulette left, that was like a couple of years ago. I literally like I died. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then the the day when the man then I rushed to the hospital and the man then came to the hospital and I I tried and like the thing is I'd held it all together, but when I saw the man then there at the hospital, that was it. I was gone. Do Do you know what? It's quite interesting you say that because. <clears throat> As your collective friends, right, you're always in a group chat. But then you're always in another group chat outside that collective, mm-hmm. yeah, where you can actually open more, mm-hmm. yeah, and you can speak about stuff, let your emotions run fly, tell you about your day without you feeling judged or anything. Because like us, we're in a group chat, over 10 of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like out of that group chat, it's three of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you get a message at four o'clock in the morning. Guess what? It was usually from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess what you did? Then you get another one at 10 o'clock in the morning from Patrick. Oh, Renaya's in the potty. Yeah, now you done this. Potty for the first that. time. Zion sleeping two years old, sleeping at night without um, nappies. Yeah. And that, I think, yeah, because men try to think that we shouldn't show emotions. We shouldn't reward. But we feel so nice to when, when he's telling me or they're telling me about their kids, yeah, or any one of my friends that actually mm-hmm. has kids and they're telling me about the kids, I feel so nice and warm. But you know what, with that, I don't think that I used to think like that. And then as time's gone on, I, for me, it's we do show emotions, we do communicate, but it's differently to who wants to, how they want yeah. to receive it. So if we was to, let's say, quote unquote, how a the opposite sex want to want to understand emotions. It needs to be described more using a lot of words. Mm. Whereas men, <clears throat> in general, we let we tend to use less words because I can communicate mm. with you in less words to describe one thing as opposed to if you it was to be with a female. Yeah, but that? again, and that's I'm going back to what you said earlier. That's one of the skills that I want to be able to try and teach the twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know personally, like. Even in lockdown, the, the growth personally, internally, that I've had to kind of go through myself with communicating within the house with, with the wife is, is something that I had to learn. Yeah. Like, so when lockdown happened, like, so imagine, so for all of this time, I practically been picking up the boys and doing all of that kind of stuff, like on a day-to-day basis. The wife would drop them and I would do all of that kind of stuff. So then what happened was... When lockdown come now and we're all in the house, mm. I was on some boy. You know what? Cool, like you, you, you're in the house now, so I could, I could take my foot and do. Off the gas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So you see that first week. See by the Friday, wife came up to me when I was in my little studio. And she said, "Babe, you know what? I, 
I need, I'm going to need a bit more from you mm. because I feel like, like you've kind of taken your foot off the gas and I'm still, you know, having to work from home, getting the kids ready, making sure that they're doing their homework. Cause remember homeschooling yeah. all of that. Oh. So like, and then I went into to man mode, like, oh wait, we really, <laughs> I mean, obviously I didn't say it out loud yeah. but in my head in my head I'm like what are you talking about so I, you know we, I did that whole uh, grunt thing and, yeah. and, but then I had to check myself mm. like honestly within half an hour I had to check myself I said to myself look Martin listen we don't know how long this lockdown thing is going to be now. so it's best you just fix up your little self <laughs> because <laughs> If you want to carry on like this, like someone wicked man. And have Sunday dinner. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it, 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 it's best you just humble up yourself. Yeah. So I had to humble up myself. She came back to me like an hour later. And I, you know, I would, I'll be honest on the pod. I would, I'd have to say like, you know what, babes? I was wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. Cool. Don't say a word. Yeah. Sometimes swallowing that pill, yeah. You have to, as a man, you're like, swallow my prayer and be like... You know, I was wrong here. Yeah. Like, yeah. my missus will say he's never, he acts like he's never wrong. I do. I do acknowledge what I'm wrong. But what, and I say it all the time, what you want is a banner and some buntings to say, hey there, I was wrong. Yeah. No, that's that's not how <laughs> I communicate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it goes back to what you're saying in terms of we, we, the lockdowns allowed a lot of us to understand our communication more between yeah. us and our partner and us and our kids as well. Because just a quick example is, um, I don't. I don't think I mentioned it in the group chat the other day. My daughter now, she's been put um, poetry training fine. Yeah. So we've been doing nighttime training, and she she's been having many nights, so she doesn't wear herself and throughout the day and stuff. So I took her on a um, after nursery yeah. preschool, picked her up, took her T jazz. I was like, let's go T jazz, yeah, because again, these are the expectations my daughter's supposed right. to expect later in life. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be taken on and dates. It doesn't yeah. have to be lavish, just quality time yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. So whilst we're there now, I'm like, do you need to go toilet? Toilet? Do you, do you need to go do wee? She's like, no. She's like, get her food by everyone. Was this so the now, same day that, oh. No, 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 no. This wasn't, this wasn't before that. <laughs> yeah. So this, we're, we're going to the teacher just yeah. up there. So on the way down, we got to the leisure center that's just down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm literally two stoplights away. And that's when she got to the leisure center. She's like, oh, daddy. She had a little bicycle. Because yeah. she has a bicycle. I've got my skateboard. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, daddy, I need to do wee wee. So I was like, Oh, it's like, oh, pressure, yeah, because it's like it's not like you're at a park anyway. You can just take it behind the tree or something. Yeah. It's the main road. Yeah. So she's like, like, oh, baby, can you hold it? She's like, yeah, daddy, I can hold it. She would have made it if the traffic lights weren't as long. Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's we've taught her so well to cross on the road that if anyone, like, if you was next to us and you cross without going through the, the green man, she'd be like, that man's naughty. He yeah, didn't yeah, wait yeah, for the green yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're waiting, waiting for it. We literally got to the gate. And she looked at me, yeah, when I opened the gate. And I said, this is when I realized my daughter understood her emotions and expectations. Because she looked at me, she started getting off her bike, yeah, and she was crying. I was like, why are you crying? She was like, daddy, I can't hold it anymore. I can't make it. And this is when I realized she knew what embarrassment was. And she felt like she's let me down. She's three, you know, three years old. And the tears in her eyes, yeah, up to today, Milcher, I feel bad. Like, there isn't really much I could change in that scenario because the time she needed to now go, we, we've done gone, mom, yeah, ages away from that. And she literally got to the gate downstairs. But she was so embarrassed and upset that she's literally, she's getting off the bike and she started wetting herself. And she's looking at me and she's so upset because she feels like, one, she's let me down. 
Three and two, she, she thinks she's in trouble. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and three, she feels embarrassed. Like, I've never looked at her and realised that she feels embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that three years old. And I was like, right, this complex amount of emotions she's put together, yeah? I got, when I got upstairs, got her bath, and I was like, look, baby girl, daddy's not upset with you. Daddy's proud of you. You made it this far. And it rings in my head because she's like, daddy, I can't make it. I didn't make it. She keeps saying, daddy, I didn't make it. And I feel bad up to this day. It's been weeks now. And it's like, trying to reiterate to her that she was so upset for like, it's only 20 minutes after. She's upset. And I was like, you tried, baby girl. What you need to understand is, you've tried, you almost made it, you held it, and you couldn't hold it any longer. And it was a lot. It was actually a lot. So I was like, to her, and it was a very eye-opener. Like, yeah, yeah, she yeah, understood yeah. the complexities of not just one or two, but three emotions put together at three years old. Love that. Bravo. I, it, up to this day, I was like, I feel bad. My missus was like, oh, don't worry, baby. I bathed her, everything. I was like, come, let's go. We sat down and watched whatever annoying film she likes to watch. And this was it. And that's, and that, and that's, that's what fatherhood's about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, still, it's all a learning. The, the way you connect is mental. We always assume that we're going to connect with our children through a lot of happier moments. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are they accomplishments or our accomplishments? But we never really, you know, give foresight to the four of, we'll connect through a lot of bad or quote yeah, yeah, negative yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, like, me, me and the twins, like, we're, we're at a stage in the house where mornings is just a bit of an issue. Yeah. Like, so this morning... I've woke up, prayed, I've gone downstairs, I've done like a full workout, 45 minutes on my bike, done some weights, I've come upstairs, I'm I'm dripping. Yeah. Mm. I need to go in the shower. Yeah? I need to get in the shower. It's I see, 20... I see where this is headed. <laughs> it's, it's 20 past. It's 20 past. Now, the rule in my house, if you're not downstairs by 8.30, that means your evening... There is no gaming, no YouTube, no Netflix. That's yeah? it. <laughs> so I come upstairs. One of them walks past me, says good morning. The face dry like Sahara. <laughs> yeah. Dry like Sahara. Not a, not a water touch it, not a cream touch it. Have you greased got the scalp dry like cornflakes? Yeah? <laughs> so I said to the youth, Come, make us smell it on me. The youth has got the trousers on, the shots on, <laughs> everything, the vest on. When I smell the youth that I'm <laughs> I said, at what, 20, 20 something past eight? And, 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 and you don't wash properly yet. Listen, brother, find yourself back into the shower now. Furthermore, where's your brother? Come, come, make us smell you as well. The next one. Try, I, hold on. Why can I smell the show roll on? Trying to cover up the beat. <laughs> no. Two of you gone to bathe in the skin. Sorry, my little brother, you know. <laughs> the, the journey to school this morning was silent. It was, like, normally, I was so annoyed, I couldn't even pray with them. Normally, I pray in the car every morning. I couldn't even pray with them. There was no talk sport, nothing in the car. Trust me, it was the dead silence. Uh, do you know what? Mm, the crazy thing God, is, yeah, kill me. you just said it yourself. That morning, yeah, you were so annoyed, possibly angry, the fact that they didn't do they didn't my routine properly. But now, you can look back at it and you can have a laugh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's that 
that journey, yeah. what I can say is that journey and how father is, I was like, sometimes you got to sit and laugh with some stupidness or yeah. some, something that happened with the kids. Hey, listen, listen, my, my two, my two are professional gyms. <laughs> we, we went Jamaica on holiday in, in 2019. Did you? Yeah. So when? we went um, May. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went in December. So we 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 we, we oh, went out April, April, May. April. Yeah. Oh, May actually. Yeah, April, we went May. Um, I remember on the holiday. So the Christmas before, they'd got a Nintendo Switch, mm. like the proper one, not this mini one, the proper one. So on this holiday, I just remember them playing on this thing quite often. Mm. So wait, they took it to Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we come back now, and then like we come back to school, blah blah. blah. You know, you just live in day to day. Six weeks holidays come. And I'm realising, I'm saying, why are you seeing these men play on this thing, you know? Uh. So, in the six weeks holiday, I call them, <laughs> yeah, so, boys, come. <laughs> what? Where the game? <laughs> where's, where's the Nintendo Switch? Hey, and this oh. costs like three bills of pop, you know? Where's, where's the Nintendo Switch? Ah, oh, daddy, you know what? It doesn't even switch on. So... <laughs> Me like an idiot now. I'm on YouTube watching all of these YouTube videos how to switch it back on, how to reboot. Boom, boom, boom. <coughs> this is this is 2019. This is summer 2019. So earlier this year, I think it was the half term in Feb, we were at my cousin's house and randomly was talking about I was talking about something. Yeah. And then one of them came up to me. And then my cousin was talking about the same holiday. And I said to her, do you know what? You know you, you know your little wretched cousin. <laughs> There's something wrong with the Nintendo Switch. One of them came up to me and said, oh, by the way, Dad, um, the reason why the Switch didn't work <laughs> is because it's got hot chocolate on it in Jamaica. <laughs> Over a year and a half later, a year and a half later, the you come up to me and then told me that, oh, by the way, Dad, um, it's got hot chocolate on it. You know what that is? That's it's too late now to meet me first. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> so, so in that time, we then already bought them the Nintendo Switch Mini, the smaller one, one each. Yeah. So now the you, so he just he was just waiting, he was just waiting <laughs> for a replacement to, to let me know. I said you waited a whole year and a half to let me know that you spoke hot chocolate on it in Jamaica. Now the worst thing is I'd taken up the extended warranty. <laughs> Oh, you could have replaced it. So imagine, so you know when in the summer holiday 2019 now, uh-huh. by the time they've, by the time they've, re- I've realised that it's not working, the extended warranty it's ran done. out by oh. like two days. <laughs> Welcome to fatherhood. I feel like I'm one of your children because that is definitely something I would have done. Welcome to fatherhood. I'm, I'm saying, no, you might have taken my for puppies. You might have taken my for yeah, big year and a half later, you want to come tell me. And, and the thing is, he was so quite bright and breezy about it. He's like, oh, by the way, Dad, um, I spoke hot chocolate on the Switch in Jamaica. That's why it's not working. <laughs> what was that expression you looking at? Fuck, fuck. Like, I, I, I can't even... All right, let me you this. Is that, or was that, you as a you? I mean, the thing is, I mean, we're <laughs> really good. No, we, we want a definite answer. Yeah, so is, that, is, that time, is that is that the time? Um, I, I don't know. Um, it's like a political hate. Yeah. You're not prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> you know them, Peter and the Bush's answer. I mean, um, the thing is, 
<laughs> I told them something the other day. So back in when I was at secondary school, uh, my mum and dad bought me um, an Atari Lynx, which is like a really old, old game school console. game. Console. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I had that at school, secondary school. So what I was doing, like the whole mortgage renting thing, I was renting that out at mm. school mm. because I wanted to make a little extra money for lunchtime. So I was renting out my Atari Lynx and making pee. Yeah. Also, um, at the time, at mum and dad's house, we had cable. So cable was in Croydon, Fort and Heath, and it wasn't in Ballam, Tooting, etc. So we had a channel called The Box. Mm-hmm. So The Box used to show all these black Music videos. videos. Ah, I remember that. So I remember what, The Box. Yeah, right? yeah. So what I used to do is I used to record the videos on video and I used to rent out the videos. I was on the hustle. Wow. Yeah. So I told the twins the other day about the Atari Lynx thing. The same evening. <laughs> FaceTiming grandma. Granddad! Granddad! You know that? <laughs> the way... I, and obviously, folks, I didn't dash nothing after it. But I was close. I was going to lie. It's like, son, I told you that in confidence. In confidence. Yeah? It's like, ah, oh, but I didn't... No, I told you that in confidence. Because I, I was testing you to see... If I could tell you something in confidence, now I know I can't, I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> can't you can't? So yeah, that's my no, journey. That's, that's my sick. Journey. Um, I think another one that Patrick White, um, question Patrick White posed was, how was it having the gospel corner on BBC One Extra? Oh man, having the the gospel corner on One Extra is, it's it's just oh it's, it's been like twenty years coming. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've always wanted, one of my goals in life was to always be on One Extra from the day it started. So, and I've had opportunities, like God kind of opened or cracked the door slightly, but it was never the right time. Right. To the point where at one point in my life, I was really upset with God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, to God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I can, I'm, I'm more than capable. After DJs. <laughs> and I'm more than skilled enough to, to present on One Extra. Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't the right time. So for God to use, you know, Milk Tray's Sunday service as the catalyst, because that's how the lady heard of what I was doing. Right. So the, the lady who approached me, Adele, who's the producer of One Extra, she was watching Sunday service on Instagram just oh, for her own... Own Yeah, like, mm. oh, like, check out Milk Tray, does gospel. And then there was an opportunity that came up at One Extra, and then she was like, I've got the guy. Yeah. I've got the guy. So she must have emailed me on like a Thursday night at like 12.30, like gone midnight. Mm. And I just saw this email and I looked at the email and I was like, nah, it says one extra at the <laughs> Is this legit? Or? I don't even know if it's real or not. So let me go, let me do like, so my cousin, Warner, yeah. checks everything. Either Google or LinkedIn. Yeah, so yeah. So I go yeah. to LinkedIn, Boom, 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 it's real. I said, what? And then she was like, yeah, boom, hit me up tomorrow. We spoke. She's like, yeah, man, I want your mixes. Like, how you do gospel, I want it exactly like that on one extra. One extra. And like, yeah, so now I'm, I'm, history. I'm, I'm a resident. History. Yeah. yeah. I think the last, last, last one before we wrap up is, what's um, being a father mean to you? Being a father... Um, it, it means pretty much everything um, because 
I feel like if we were really to invest in our children as fathers, our sons and daughters, you know, the roads would look really different. Mm -hmm. to, to be honest, they, they would look and feel very, very different. Um, and I know we say this all the time, but a lot of these issues are coming from the fact that the father figure isn't there. And this is not saying that there has to be a, you know, a 2.4 household. Like, I get that. Like, let's be realistic. Not every relationship is going to work. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, it's just a, a thought. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's that, and that's just never been installed in me. So, I, I don't get it. Like, when, when I hear situations of, you know, some of the, the females that I know, whether it's friends, you know, um, you know, parents, um, yeah. and I'm like their god godfather and that. Some of the situations I hear, it in my head, it just doesn't compute. It doesn't like, make sense. I don't understand how you can be a, a father or you can be a dad. You know, uh, you know that that's your child mm -hmm. and not want to have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah. Not want to have any responsibility. Not to invest in it. And I'm not just talking about giving. You know, monetary money. Things, yeah. yeah, like. It's not that. Like I don't. I just don't get it. So to me, being being a dad and being a father is everything. And now I understand the fact that I'm more of a father, not just to my own, but to to the to the broader community. community. Yeah. I, I always say this here. <clears throat> if someone wants to come to me and be like, "Hey, Kester, I'll give you your monthly salary, right? Plus I pay your bills. All you gotta do is be a stay-at-home dad." Where do I sign? So you want a free salary and your bills paid? You're there to fly to Dubai as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I've seen, I've seen where my sons have really benefited from me being part time. Mm -hmm. So that whole kind of dad coming to pick them up, and not only for them, but you know, it's it's good for the image. It paints a different picture. It changes the narrative. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The school see me every day. Yeah. That's Trey and Tyler's dad. Absolutely. In the playground. You know when you win it, that's Trey and Tyler's dad. Do you know what I mean? For me, that's that's super important. Yeah. Like, it's like it's, well. that's that's how it should be. Yeah. So it's amazing. Like yeah. I went to pick up my son today, where right? I picked him up in his granny's car, alright? And he's normally it's my car, so he knows my car, the red car comes back. Normally mm -hmm. he sees it. So they put up in a blue and then you look in, look in, because I can look through the nursery and yeah. look through the window, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's, daddy! And then it was like, Dad, Zaya's daddy is here. And I'm thinking, that makes me feel good because yeah. I pick him up sometimes, mom pick him up, it's grand to pick up. And I'm 100% always involved. Like, he's having a tea party um, next week. You think I'm going to work? Mm. No, I'm actually going to go there to yeah. spend that two or three hours there to be with him yeah. and I think to me that's more important than that's my work and, the, and my work is as you know yeah it's a yeah because he works in NHS yeah, it's yeah. a serious job and what I do I don't care but to say I'm that it's, it's not to knock people uh, yeah. that's that don't have that work set that permits them to be yeah. in that space that's not what we're saying no here. but it's, 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 it's the time that you make invest yeah. be because now even the whole one extra thing there was a situation the boys were playing online at home mm. and I overheard a conversation. So the conversation was, 
blah, 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 blah. Ah, oh, your dad's a bricklayer. And then one of the twins responded and said, whatever, my dad's on BBC One Extra, actually. I thought I'd just let you know that. Yeah, so I don't even understand what you're talking about. So I was like, in my heart, I was like, oh, my God. That's so <laughs> but obviously, like, the next morning in the bathroom, I was like, look, son. Like, we can't be bragging about these things. Yeah. He's like, no, but dad, the guy, the guy said that you're a bricklayer and you're not a bricklayer. <laughs> like, you're on BBC One Extra and nothing against bricklayers. I just want to let yeah, everybody yeah, know that. Yeah. But like, he was trying to say it like, in a negative term. Mm. So for my son to be able to be in a position to say, you know what, my dad works for BBC. You know what you're doing. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's proud of his dad. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that was key for me. Wow, this is amazing. It's, to me, that, I think that's the best feeling. Like I said, it's... Whatever you do, you're nine to five. Unless it's your brand and your job, you're nine to five. Mm-hmm. So to say, you're replaceable. Yeah, you are replaceable. Yeah, you yeah. You are literally a number. Yeah. Right? But that time you spend with your child, yeah. Once you're gone and you're displaced, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? Do you unless, think you, unless you build that community around them, mm-hmm. yeah. actually continue that. Yeah. Do you think that since becoming a dad, it really spurred you on to get? launching the initiatives like the mentor programs and the whole my, my, my work rate was i thought my work rate was great yeah my work rate was absolutely nothing until i had kids right and then even then i'd probably say my work rate now is probably tenfold to what i was doing three four five years ago it's crazy gotta step it up mental do you think like obviously with the approach to COVID, the plan was to make Carlton Warehouse, you know, the side hustle mm-hmm. and then take a leapfrog forward into mm-hmm. the DJing and all the many ventures that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Boris doesn't really do to know what he's doing, but if we pass it out to there's a post-lockdown life or post-COVID life, mm-hmm. that's fast approaching on the horizon. Do you, because um, sometimes I think about this as well, uh, do you think the space that you've had the momentum you've had in the past let's say two years mm-hmm. with your children you know because this covid is like i said it's mm-hmm. been a blessing it's allowed a lot of us spend a lot more time with family yeah and especially with our kids now going back to some sort of normality which may you know be quite busier mm-hmm. do you ever have that fear factor that i may not have this quality time with my kids or or have that time invested with no, them do you know why because i work everything around them mm-hmm. I try to work as much as I can around them. So even though they're going to be going to secondary school in September, yeah, that won't that won't mean that I'm going to then take on a workshop that finishes at three o'clock or starts at three o'clock. Right, right, right. Because I need to be home. Yeah, yeah. And especially in this day and age, I need to know that they are on their way home and you're at home at the, with, at the time that you need to be at home. So I'm not, I'm not really going to be, I'm not really willing to compromise. And in that, in, in those kind of scenarios, trust me, I, I did a presentation about two, three weeks ago at a secondary school to be running workshops come September. The kids were with me. Mm, yeah. So they sat in this secondary school and watched their dad do a presentation in front of like 10 senior staff at our secondary school. Mm crazy impactful so, now that's what yeah. they remember you remember these sort of things yeah you know? so going forward what's your plans let's share before we um, um wrap up yeah the up. plans um the plan is um to tell people where they can find you what's going on yeah so come in 
the the plan is to keep the the whole program is going to be running throughout the summer. Mm. Uh, we're going to be doing some workshops with Crystal Palace and their charity Palace for Life. Uh, we're going to be doing some other ones in some secondary schools in the Croydon area. The radio station Reach LDM Radio. We want to be launching that by the end of summer latest. Um, Sunday service will still continue. Um, and some of the other ventures and stuff that we've got coming. Um, you know, we don't. I don't want to put them out there, but there's some yeah, stuff yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one extra as as a you know as a resident mix DJ, that happens every other week. Um, on one extra, so you can catch me on there. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the future. Yeah. Um, with regards to to business, but also I'm excited to see the development of of my sons. Mm. You know, going into secondary school, I know it's a really different time for them. Yeah. But ultimately, I want to make sure that I'm there for them in the capacity where they need me. Yeah, man. So that's that's really the key thing. Mm. You know, I want to be able to make sure that they know that dad's there um, as and when they need me. And even when they feel like they don't, mm. I'm still going to be there. Be like, Love you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. You're just there DJing, yeah. not the... Just love you, big man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I want. So, But gentlemen, thank you so much for, uh, for having me and, and Warner here. Thank you. It's like, you know, it's, it's just... Thank you for even having the time to come down. You know, again, you as you've, you, you've explained so far, the, the amount of initiatives that you've gone, you're, you're undergoing at present, you know, um, and all the programs that you've got set in place and just keeping people's entertainment going throughout a lot. Even finding the time to just even be here with us. And I know I even reached out to you last minute because I've been thinking about it for a while. I mean, the thing is, I'm going <laughs> to go home. Um, I'm going to go home, get the one extra mix done and send in by 12 because my producer bought <laughs> what? will choose. To be fair, we've got him all the time. So, yeah. But again... See, the conversation, we just, like I said, yeah. I'm drawn into it. So we just like... Yeah. Keep well, it flowing, it's it's massive, massive mind. thank you for even, yeah. you know, having the time to even come and join us, both yourself and Warner as well. Yeah, yeah, um, to, and you, big up Shan for even having, yeah, be, putting the link together. Yeah, big, big up Shan for even putting the link together because, as you know, she's expecting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. You know what, yeah? When you told me she's coming as well, yeah? <clears throat> I sat there today, yeah? And I watched all my trainers as I was like, rah, what trainers do you use? I don't want to come and be like, what are those? I made the I mistake, yeah. So me and Shan, go, yeah. we're, we're going over a decade back from <laughs> okay. when we met in college, like with my best friends in college. Okay, yeah. cool. And I made the mistake, I said, Shan, let's go, Bromley. We're going to go train and shopping. I had no plans of buying myself anything. I was getting something from here. No happened. I left the stuff for me, and that's what it was. Yeah, that's So worth the wise. Don't go shopping with a trainer, free. No, no, no. Or a trainer expert because yeah. you will leave with something that you would not have believed you would have been attracted to, and that's my top tip for the Yeah, the socials: uh, Instagram DJ Milk Tray, Twitter DJ Milk Tray. Um, Twitch. Twitch is DJ underscore milk trade. Right. Check us out on Sunday, Sunday service. Um, and then the radio station, we have our Instagram, which is Reach LDN Radio. And Hope Program for the DJ and the mentoring is Hope Pro UK. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and as per, you know, everything we're going to be sharing when, when we do put yeah. the media for us. So if it's 
if yeah, you miss or misheard anything, do give us a shout. We definitely point in the direction of Milk Tray. Literally, if you type in DJ Milk Tray, as first thing that pops up on Instagram. So, <laughs> yeah, it you know me? <laughs> it's there for that. Um, and I think just to sign out, what is the one advice you'd give for other dads or other from anyone listening? I, in terms I, of did, fatherhood? Did, I think with regards to fatherhood, what I've learned is time is key. Mm. So, just just make the time. Mm. That's that's what I've realized. Like the the time that I've been able to to make for the the twins has allowed me to really mold and shape them into the into the the young kings that they are. Mm. Um, they know daddy's not the type of daddy. Come, let's go shopping and I wanna spend four or five hundred mm, pounds. Yeah. They know I'm not that dad, but they know. Dad, can, can we play football when we come in from school? I might have a bag of emails, invoices, stuff to do, but be like, all right, you know what, boys, come, like, let's do, I'll, I'll give you half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. And I think that's primarily what kids want and need time. The half an hour, 45 minutes, is it because of your back and knees? <laughs> no, do you know what? Do you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, yeah, before before I lost the weight, I would probably have said 10, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like, I, I had to get myself um, in shape. Yo, these kids are active, you know. Um, oh trust me, like, we'll be on the phone, me and Warner be on the phone, and I'll be on the phone more time, and we'll be like, oh, I'm in the garden playing football. Like, proper, like, trying to have, like, business calls. <laughs> dad, 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 the ball's in the net, it's, it's in the nettles. All right, son, all right, go and get the long stick, like, but it's the time. Yeah, yeah. it's the time. That's um, what you anything you want to drop in there? You know what? I think, <clears throat> and I've always said this to, to the twins. Yeah, because he's definitely not. I mean, not only is my cousin, but he's their actual godfather. godfather. Yeah. Like, their real godfather. Yeah. You know, and so, I think the good thing is that they see everything of what we're doing. Mm. And I think the key thing that I would say to, <clears throat> whether it be any father. Any son, any daughter, goddaughter, godson, stepdaughter, stepson, you name it. Have no fear. Right. Literally have no fear in what you're doing. You know, be creative. And I think we were saying it earlier on, you know, allow them to be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, don't force them to be, well, obviously yeah, keep them in line, yeah. just yeah. As, you, yeah. as you would expect. But yeah. just let them be themselves. Let them learn, let them understand. And ultimately, if you're doing your job right and you're, you're putting your, your all into everything that you're doing, they will soak everything up like a sponge anyway. Very true. You know, so if you do good for yourself and you're doing good and you're doing right by them, they would ultimately be able to do the same thing as well. Yeah. But I think it's not only just down to, you know, the dads just being the one sole person or the mothers being the one sole person. As they say, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, it takes it takes a whole tribe. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's one thing that we have in, in like, with regards to our household, yeah. we have a whole tribe yeah. that have helped raise these boys keep them alive still. so yeah to, to like the whole tribe just big up man yeah definitely yeah. keep going keep going are you gonna do patrick's uh, sign out cool. in, in nah, patrick's one nah. <laughs> you should do a recorder and just slap it in there <laughs> but, um my bit of word of advice i, I can't top it yeah i literally can't just top this gentleman who just said yeah the main thing is time and time is something that we think we don't have but realistically we do it's just our schedule that makes us seem like we don't have the time so 
Yeah, I agree with Warner. I agree with Warner in the sense that don't um, force things on your children. You know, obviously, you think you know what's best for your child as a parent as you do, and we, we trial. So, I have no fear in trialing. So, but it gets to a point, especially from a religious point standpoint as well, mm-hmm. um, allow them to then make a decision for themselves yeah. in terms of. Do I want to continue to, you know, enrich in my faith or mm-hmm. not? Because we found from personal experience, a lot of my friends d- detracted from the church because of being yeah. forced into mm-hmm. it. Um, and likewise, following in their parents' footsteps, they detracted from going the other way because they mm-hmm. felt like they're being forced into it. So, yeah, man, don't really force them into things and um, keep it going. But as, as the sign out, as Patrick would say, is it presence over presence? Presence over presence. presence, over presence Jeez, you know? I love that. <laughs> cool. The oh, the daddy. daddy. Say hi, daddy. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> daddy. What's, what's that? Is careful. <laughs> <laughs>